Exodus 23. Let's see. Oh, yeah, okay. It, it did get to the wrong thing. Alright. So, um, this is continuing on in some rules and laws about honesty and justice, and then on the Sabbath, and then on some warnings. So, um, it starts off, don't spread false reports, which is, um, if you were to take that into our modern context, it's not spreading things that are not true or verified. Um, and we have a lot of that happening, spreading rumor, political skews, lies from the internet, without verifying them. It says, do not spread false reports. Um, and do not follow a crowd in doing wrong or perverting justice. Um, and this is specifically talking about violent, uh, violently, uh, which, rioting. Um, no, favorite, no favoritism to the poor, which I was actually really surprised by because um, there's like a lot of precedent in scripture to say to um, support the poor. But this is saying, do not show favoritism to the poor. Now, a few verses later, we'll actually see, do not deny the poor justice. And that's the one that we're used to hearing. But it's, it's got both sides of it. Usually the first one's not the problem. But apparently, it was enough of a problem that it needed to be a law. Don't show favoritism to them, but also don't deny the poor justice. The poor need justice. But don't go too far and start just punishing people because there's a poor person involved. Do justice. Don't pervert justice one way or the other. It's a narrow path. Um, if you see someone who hates you and you want to pass by, you must help them. <laughs> I just, that's, that's the story of the Good Samaritan right there in, in a command. And it specifically has to do with your heart condition. It's if you see somebody who hates you, who needs help. So it's, um, it's yeah, ah, man, that's just great. Um, so, and it, and it has to do with if you want to leave them alone, if you want to, if you're tempted to just let justice happen to them because you hate them or they hate you, um, you must help. That's the, the imperative is that because of your heart, you have to help them. Um, do not use the names of other gods. Um, do not appear before me empty handed. You must bring your first fruits. I find that interesting. Don't come empty handed before God, lest he find you empty. Uh, no blood with yeast or leaven. Don't keep fat until morning. It's just like a bunch of, like a grab bag of weird rules. Um, and then I'm going to send a, a messenger or ambassador before you to bring you to the prepared place. Watch, keep, preserve his faces. And listen or shema his voice. Do not provoke him. He will not carry your rebellion for my name is in his midst that's interesting because this is several times now we've, we've heard about angels or these ambassador messengers and here God is saying I am going to send you with him and I am not going with you and 
this ends up not happening because later he says, I'm not going to go with you. And then Moses says, please go with us. What's interesting is that Moses, I mean, this is much later. This is like 10 chapters later or something. Um, and if I'm remembering it correctly, um, it's because God says, I'm going to kill you guys. You, you, like, I need, you guys need to go with some delegated authority, not with me, because I can't stand you. But what's interesting is that God is consistent in his mercy, in showing compassion. In fact, there are a lot of places where, um, where God says, don't pray because I'll show compassion, and I don't want to show compassion. I want to, I want to dish out justice. And so there are several places where he actually bans prophets or, um, or people of God from asking for compassion because God is consistent and always offers compassion when it is asked for, which is why it's so important to be praying for your country and for your leaders. So here he's saying, I'm, I'm going to send somebody else and he will not carry your, he, he won't put up with your rebellion. He will not carry or take your rebellion. Um, if you listen to his voice and you obey his words, um, then I will oppose your enemies. Um, do not bow or serve their Elohim. Um, overthrow them completely. Destroy them completely. Rip down the Asherah poles. Um, destroy the temples. Don't be tempted um, to, to serve them. Serve Yahweh, and he will bless... Oh, I love this blessing. He will bless um, your bread and your water. He will remove sickness. He will remove miscarriages and barrenness and premature death. That's my... Let's see. Um, in this translation, it says, Worship the Lord your God, and he will bless the bread and your water. Um, I will take away your illnesses. No woman will miscarry or be barren in your land. I will give you the full number of your days. Um, and I will send fear and hornets ahead of you to drive them out as you need it so that it doesn't become wild and filled with beasts. Little by little, increase and inherit and take the land. Um, and that's, I just find that fascinating. He didn't just empty out the entire promised land um, and then have Israel try and tame it from the wild beasts. He had people tending it for them. And he gave it to them little by little. As they grew, as they matured, um, that was the plan anyway. It didn't quite turn out that way. But what's interesting is this echoes what Jesus said about the kingdom of God. He didn't, he didn't just wipe out everybody and say, all right, people who are like Christ, the world is yours. Jesus said the kingdom of God is like yeast in the dough. It's small, like a mustard seed. But over time, you'll see its fruit. You'll see its results. Um, little by little, increase and inherit the land. It's just right next to the growing nature of the kingdom of God in us that is slowly reflected in the world. Beware of their Elohim and do not, like, they will be a snare to you if you worship them. Don't call on their names. Don't let them remain in the land, or they will make you sin against me.
It just seems like such a grab bag of different things, but they're all there. There are so many different parallels and, and little things that, that show God's mercy and his consistency, his care for details, his care for our society and um, how we live and how he turns us little bit by little bit toward him, little by little, increasing and inheriting and bringing the kingdom 